More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, God help me, this stress is driving me crazy. Is stress overwhelming you? We're going to help you find peace and the solutions you're seeking. Give us a call, 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to Life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. And it's definitely live. Yeah, I'm can... Dr. Greg Popchak. <laughs> I'm Lisa Popchak. And also, there's a bug in my throat, so there you go. Hopefully not a real <laughs> All at the same time. <laughs> well, we are happy to have you here with us today on uh, you know, a stressful beginning to a show on stress. It's titled, God Help Me, This Stress is Driving Me Crazy. And if you are feeling stressed out, worry, anxious, or overwhelmed... We want to, whether there's a particular problem in your life or relationships, you're not sure how to handle or some challenge that's weighing heavily on your mind. You know, stress is an inevitable part of life, but being stressed out isn't. So there's some good news for you. So we want to help you reclaim your peace and find the solutions you're seeking to those stressful situations in your life or relationships. So give us a call and let's do some problem solving today on More to Life. The number is 877 573 7825. Again, that's 877 573 7825. Well, you know, we were joking with friends who were in from Australia the other day, and we were talking, they were asking questions about our show, and I said, you know, it's inevitable. You know, we plan these shows out way in advance, and then the day of a any particular show, the topic comes up. And Satan makes sure that we are, you know, humble enough to be able to say, yeah, we, we have to do this too. And and we're going through, you know, a great deal of stress right now. A very close family member has to have a very tricky surgery next week. And we're, we're looking at all of this and saying, okay, so we know the steps to not be stressed out, even when stress comes, comes about, as you were saying. Now we're going to have to walk what we talk about here on the show. And we're all in it together. It is part of the human experience to experience stress, especially when things are out of our control. When our emotions go up for whatever reason, the messages in our heads or straight up spiritual attacks, they're stressful things that happen. And yet Jesus constantly, he would just wish peace, say peace to everyone he was with, even when he appeared after his death and everyone was completely devastated and confused and frightened and hiding. Don't we all feel like that sometimes, like those people in the upper room? He doesn't want us to feel stressed out, worried, anxious, and overwhelmed. He wants us to know his peace. How do we do that? 
minute by minute on the daily. Well, we're going to be talking about that today. So if you're feeling stressed out, worried about something, anxious, overwhelmed, frustrated, and you're just not sure how to handle it in God's grace, let's help you connect with that grace today and get good steps to help move you from stressed out to living in the peace of God. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Whether we're talking about a work problem or marriage or family situation, something in your extended family where there's conflict or division, uh, in a personal issue that you're struggling with, really it's wide open. And the fact is lots of different things can cause us stress, even good things. You know, wedding preparations, getting ready for a new baby, a change in job or a move. You know, all of those things can be exciting, but they're also stressful. Uh, And it depends a lot on how we manage those things, whether we are able to enjoy those experiences or not. So whether you experience distress or what psychologists call eustress, E-U stress, like, you know, good stress, we are here to help you manage stress at 877-573-7825. And every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. For folks who aren't aware of what that is, um, when he was the Pope, uh, St. John Paul gave a series of reflections on creation, salvation history, the Gospels, and showed how all of those things reveal God's plan for living a more abundant life, and having healthier, holier relationships. The theology of the body reminds us of the importance of living in a state of receptivity rather than reactivity. Receptivity is the state of mind that allows us to stay connected to God, stay in touch with our resources, and be our best selves, even in stressful times. By contrast, reactivity is a state we fall into when we allow ourselves to be so caught up in our problems that we lose our connection to God. We fail to reach out to others and we forget to gather our resources and neglect to make a plan. When we're living in a state of reactivity, we can't learn from our mistakes or make use of any new resources. We end up working really hard but just digging our hole even deeper. On the other hand, receptivity is something we can learn and practice by becoming more aware of how our bodies are reacting to the people and situations around us. And making sure that rather than focusing all our energy on getting control of the situation or the people around us that we feel are plaguing us, we need to focus inward, working to take our emotional temperature down reconnect with God and our resources, and identify how our best self might respond to the situation. You know, St. Francis de Sales was referring to what we call receptivity when he wrote, quote, never be in a hurry. Do everything quietly and in a calm spirit. Do not lose your inner peace for anything, even if your whole world seems upset, end quote. Well, easier said than done, of course, but but receptivity doesn't mean pretending to be blissed out while my life is burning down around me. It means recognizing that if things are on fire, then running around like a chicken with my head cut off isn't going to help anything. I need to make a prayerful plan. I need to ask God's help to thoughtfully and intentionally gather those resources and, and support that I need to effectively respond to the fire. And the more we practice cultivating receptivity 
especially as we go through the day, the more we can learn to manage stress gracefully, no matter what's happening to us or around us, rather than simply powering through and hoping it'll all work out. So we're taking your calls about stressful situations today. Is there something going on in your family life, in your marriage, in your work life, in your personal life that's causing you to feel stressed out, worried, anxious, or overwhelmed? Even if it's just inside of you and you're thinking, I have no reason to be stressed out. Everything's fine on the surface. But you're feeling that sense of anxiety, that sense of not being at peace. Well, let's talk about it today and help get you some new tools and connected with God's grace and the best resources that you can have at your disposal. Let's let's talk about it today on More to Life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name In of the, the Father, Father, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence and we bring to you all of those things that are stressing us out in our relationships, in our personal life, in our work life, in our marriage and family life. We ask you, Lord, to help us first to center ourselves in you, even in the middle of the storm, to not buy into the lie that we can only be at peace when all of our problems are resolved, but rather to turn inward and find you, even in the middle of the stress helping us to calm down and be receptive to the movement of your Holy Spirit so that in all stressful situations we would be able to glorify you in our response by facing those things in ways that help us be our best selves and invite the other people involved to be their best selves too. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name name of the the Father, the the Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, we're talking about stressful situations, whether they're big or small. If you are managing something in your life, your relationships, your work life, your personal life, we want that they're stressing you out, causing you to feel worried or anxious or even just frustrated. We are here to help you both find peace in the moment and discover the solutions you're seeking at 877 7825. Before we go to our first call of the day, we want to welcome all our new daily More to Life listeners on Spirit Catholic Radio, a network of 15 stations covering all of Nebraska. Previously, More to Life aired on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but as of this week, Spirit Catholic Radio listeners can tune in to More to Life live each weekday, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Central. So our deepest thanks are going out to Jim Carroll and his amazing team at Spirit Catholic Radio for making us a daily addition to their programming schedule. Lisa and I are grateful to be the more-to-life part of a complete Spirit Catholic Radio breakfast. <laughs> we are thanks, guys. Indeed. Great to be part of the Spirit family every And looking day. forward to talking to more of our listeners in Nebraska and having more time for you. Of course, wherever you're tuning in, make sure that you support your local Catholic Radio station Amen. with your prayers and with your financial support because we need to keep Catholic Radio going strong and growing stronger every day so that we can be here for you and all those that you love bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to a hurting world. Thanks for your support. And with that, let's take some calls today. Lisa, what do you what do we got on the board here? We're talking with Jesse, who's listening to EWTN Radio in North Dakota on Real Presence Radio. Hi, Jesse. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hi. Um, 
Every year, my husband has takes the hunting trips, maybe one or two of them, and it it just leads me to stress every time, just even thinking about it, all of the extra planning I have to do between working and three kids, and um, it just it sets me off every time, and I know I prepare for it, but it just I still just kind of blow up at times to him, even though you know he gets to go enjoy his time away, be away uh-huh. from family and nature and all that. And recently, um, I know it's coming up in September, and I wanted to do a family picture. Well, usually he grows facial hair um, <laughs> before that and not any other time of the year, so I don't want our family picture to have that. And so I just had asked him, you know, like, when would be a good time? And he just kind of was like, well, you better book it soon. And I just blew up. <laughs> so I just, I anticipate it once or twice a year. And I just feel like I can't let go of the stress. And, and some of it might be jealousy too. Um, uh, you but, think? Because so, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's talk about this, Jesse. Woman to woman here. What I'm hearing you say is that you know this is coming at once or twice a year, you know, you, you know that it's coming ahead of time. So you could easily, if you were in completely right order in yourself and your marriage, say, oh, well, I know he's going in September, so let me book the family picture for July or August or October or November, sometime where he's going to have gotten over the hunting look and we can move on and have a lovely family picture and all will be well. And I will call in, you know, resources and friends to have fun with while he's hunting. And I'll have all my ducks in a row and it'll be fine. He can go off. But what I'm hearing is you feel like you're not getting your needs met. You're not getting a break. You're not getting the support you need. You're not getting the buy-in even for a family picture. Does that feel right to you? Mm-hmm. Yes. So the question I guess that I have for you, is, it, 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 and it could be off on this, but based on what you just said there, um, you know, very often what happens, instead of actually talking about what our needs might be, we, we argue about what the other person is doing, mm-hmm. right? So, so instead of sitting, I, I'd like you to kind of step back and say, you know, what is it that you need, uh, either around this situation or in general, that would help you feel like you were getting your needs met? I mean, you know, do you need some time off? Do you need uh, more support in some way? You know, what exactly is it that you need rather than getting aggravated about this trip? Do you have a sense of that? Yes. Can you, would you mind sharing? Oh, what's that? Would you mind sharing what that might be? Oh, um, I think, yeah, just feeling like even just to have a day to just be away from family to have my own time and um um yeah I, I just feel like all the organization that comes with it like just even be being acknowledged that i'm doing all that extra work um yeah you're carrying a lot of emotional labor and he just <laughs> isn't acknowledging that okay. and you're not i get the sense that you're not saying hey honey i really want to support you in going on your hunting trips without feeling cranky but it really loads up on me because you're not doing the things that would make me feel like I had less of a load to bear during the course of the year. I would like to see us working together on A, B, and C. You're not doing that, right? Yeah. 
How do you well, feel like he'd respond to you? Kind of, probably not the calmest way of approaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. See, that's well, that's the problem. You're waiting till you're fried. Yeah, if you if you wait till you're fried yeah. and angry, yeah. then you're shooting yourself in the foot, right? So, so I, I, yeah. I you know, it, it's we can't wait until we're burned out to ask for what we need. Right? Most you, of us do, especially women. We try to stay very, you know, heroic and stoic about the whole thing. So the the first step here is really kind of stepping back and and recognizing that. Um, you know, that, that he can't respond to a need that you haven't really articulated. And so I, I'm going to ask you to kind of step back and write down, you know, what is it that you feel like you would need um, in general or specifically around these trips uh, to, to, to be able to take down your stress level and, you know, be more supportive of, of these things that he's doing uh, and, and communicate them to, to him directly, not when you're upset about it, but at a time when things are calm um, and you're able to just go to him and say, look, honey, I, 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 here's, I want to be able to support you in this stuff. and I, I don't want to be stressed out, but, but here, here's what I would need to get there. You know, can you work with me on that? Um, my hope is that he would respond well to it if you were able to present it you know, calmly at a time where you, know, you guys weren't in conflict. Now, if, if he doesn't respond well to it, that's a, that's a second call. Okay, <laughs> that, would be, that would be step two. But, but for right now, the, the most important thing is, is just clarifying for yourself what your needs are. And instead of complaining about the trip, focus on asking for what it is that you need to feel better about your, your, your life in general at home. Um, and you know, supporting him in this effort, you know, uh, in, you know specifically, uh, we, I see this all the time. You know, for example, you know, people will get into arguments about, you know, well, you spend too much time with your mother-in-law. When the real concern is, I need us to have more time together, right? Or, or you're doing too much of this instead of, you know, I need us to focus energy on figuring out how to get this other thing done, right? So instead of addressing our need in a positive and direct way, we end up complaining about the thing that we think is getting in the way of us meeting our need, which then just causes tension without us getting our need met and makes us feel unsupported in the process. Now, Jess, I want to add something to this. We all have this tendency to use our spouse's ability to meet our needs without us verbalizing them as a test. When we took those vows, God did not give either of us the gift of omniscience. It is not a test to say, well, if he really loved me, if he really knew me, or vice versa, men can do the same thing. If she really loved me, if she really knew me, they would just know and they would meet my needs. You know, it comes from a very primal place, right? When we were infants, if mom and dad didn't meet our needs, we were dead. But we're grown-ups now. And our spouse doesn't have that omniscience. It's up to us to say, hey, I really want to support you in X, Y, and Z, but I really have needs in A, B, and C. Let's talk about how we can both get our needs met and love each other and support each other through it when we're calm, when we're rational, and when we know what we need. Now, again, Jesse, I mean, you, you, might, you might be thinking, well, I don't know how receptive he'll be. I don't know if, I'll, if he'll be really willing to listen or support me in this. That's step two, okay? First, you've got to be clear about what you need and communicate it directly. If, if you find that you do that, and it doesn't come off uh, as you were hoping, call us back. We'll talk you through the next steps from there or check out our resources at catholiccounselors.com. But, but you know, the first thing is, is just being clear within yourself, what do I need and how can I communicate that in a way that, that is calm and productive instead of just you know, waiting till I blow up and then, and then complaining about the things that he's doing 
in the hopes that somehow that will get my needs met because it never works. Okay, thanks so much for the call. If there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out here on the program or, as I said, at catholiccounselors.com. And we are going to take a break, but when we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about dealing with stressful situations in your life, your relationships, whether that's marriage or family stress, work stress, extended family issues, things going on in your personal life that are stressing you out. We want to help you find peace in the middle of those problems, but also find the solutions you're seeking. So give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. In addition to taking your calls, we'll be joined by Anastasia Northrup, the founder of the National Catholic Singles Conference, which is coming up in August, actually. She'll be sharing some insights on managing stress gracefully. Stick around for that and a whole lot more when More to Life continues right after the break. Hi friends, Janet Williams here. Join me every Wednesday on Women of Grace Live as I welcome new age researcher and blogger for Women of Grace, Sue Brinkman. Sue and I will be talking about all the wacky things that could distract you from your faith. Psychics, yoga, Reiki, crystals, acupuncture, Ouija boards, tarot cards, and astral traveling are just a few of the stranger things we discuss. That's why we call it Wacky Wednesday. So join us at 11 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. Brought to you by the nonprofit Seton Home Study. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray Garendi here. You thinking about homeschooling? Seton Homeschooling, 40 years of experience, 17,000 current students, pre-K through high school. They provide the books, the lesson plans, the counselors, the grading services, the tests. That's right, pretty much everything. My wife and I use Seton, some of our children. I'll tell you this, two of them got perfect ACT scores in verbal. And overall, the Seton students scored more than 100 points above average on the SAT. Over 30% higher on English and reading on the ACT. It's a rigorous program. You want to give the very best to your kids? Trust me on this one. Go with Seton. It is a beautifully rigorous academic program. Go to setonhome.org. That is setonhome.org. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual fund. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And today on More to Life, our show is titled, God Help Me, This Stress is Driving Me Crazy. Are you feeling stressed out, worried or anxious or overwhelmed about something going on in your personal life, your marriage, your family life, your work life, or any part of your life? We are here to help you find peace in the moment and discover the solutions you're seeking. 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. Joining us right now, Anastasia Northrup. She is the founder of the National Catholic Singles Conference. She's a theology of the body expert. Anastasia, welcome to More to Life. Thank you so much, Dr. Gray. Good to be here. Well, it's good to have you with us. So you wanted to share some insights from the theology of the body on managing stress gracefully. Yes. Well, I with the uh, topic of stress made me think of the section in the theology of the body towards the beginning where because original sin, John Paul II says that Adam and Eve doubted the gift, and they doubted love as the motive. And so I think sometimes when we get stressed, 
part of it is because we're not trusting God. We don't really think he can handle it, even though maybe in our head we, we say, oh, yes, God is God and he's omnipotent. But in our hearts, we don't really think that he can handle our situation or work miracles. And, and so I think we doubt his love and his ability. And so I know with St. Therese, for example, I mean, she's so big on confidence in God and trusting in God. And so when I get stressed, uh, which I've been, you know, dealing with a bunch of that myself recently, too, uh, I go for things like, you know, the the uh, Divine Mercy, Jesus, I trust in you, or the scriptures that talk about trusting in God and, uh, or the surrender novena, you know, and then I just quiet myself and I say, okay, I'm just going to stop in the middle of my work and um, take some quiet and breathe and think about these scriptures and just entrust myself to God, take that moment with Jesus, say, Jesus, I trust in you. You know, what I, I like about what you're saying, that. I apologize for jumping in, but what I, I really want to sure. highlight this, because this, this goes along with something we were saying earlier, right? You know, the natural tendency when we're stressed out is to feel like I've got to fix everything around me. You know, I've got to get this pile done, or I've got to deal with that person, or I've got to handle this problem. But what you're saying is before you even do that, it's important to go inside and reclaim that peace by rebuilding our connection with God and opening up our hearts to receive the gift of peace that he wants to give us, even in the middle of that moment. Oh, absolutely. And then sometimes you get ideas, at least I do, that, you know, when I'm praying, I'm like, oh, I have an idea how to solve the problem, you know, when I take the time to be quiet and let hear God. Right. Well, it's that receptivity we were talking about as we were talking about the insights that the theology of the body gives us into how to handle stress. We can only hear God. We can only deal with and accept the, the promptings of the Holy Spirit when we are practicing that re receptivity and taking those moments of saying to God, even, you know, I trust in you, Lord, but help my lack of trust. Or, Lord, I can't hear you right now. Open my spiritual ears to you. Whatever that is where we take that moment and stop running the program in our head long enough to invite him in, that's when things begin to change. Great insights. Anastasia, before we wrap up your segment, I wanted to give you an opportunity to promote your upcoming uh, conference, the National Catholic Conference for Singles, happening in August. When is that going on? Awesome. Yeah, October, I mean, sorry, August the 25th to the 27th in Michigan. And actually, we have online, too, so you can join from wherever you are in the world. Um, and we uh, gathering of hundreds of singles from all over the country and beyond for, you know, talks, mass, confessions, socials. It's just like a beautiful big retreat with other single Catholics. So, and we also have a special discount code for More to Life listeners, which is More to Life with the number two. So ah, um, perfect. very easy. And uh, yeah. So where can, where can folks go? What, what, what's the website? Sure. NationalCatholicSingles.com. NationalCatholicSingles.com. And if you register for the Singles Conference coming up, you said August 25th or the 27th? 27th, yep. Yep. Then use that coupon code more to life to get a discount on registration. Anastasia, thank you so much for being with us. Always a pleasure to talk with you. And we wish you all the best on the upcoming conference. Again, that's nationalcatholicsingles.com. We're taking your calls, listeners, at 877-573-7825 on stress. Whatever you're stressed out about in your life or your relationships, we're going to help you manage those problems and reclaim the peace comes from being receptive to the Holy Spirit, give us a call 877-573-7825. Are you into setting goals for yourself? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. Setting realistic goals is a practice we can all utilize. SMART, S-M-A-R-T, is an acronym that can help us keep our goals real. S is for specific. Narrow down your goals and make a deadline. 
M is for measurable. We live in a world that tracks numbers and data. Concrete numbers can help us track progress. A is for attainable. Sometimes we think too big or bite off more than we can chew. Be patient, Scripture tells us. Rome wasn't built in a day. The R is for relevant. Relevant goals can be determined through our own values. Stay dedicated to how God wired you and what you stand for. Finally, T. This is time-bound. Write down your timelines and deadlines to keep you on track and honest. Without these, it's hard to maintain success. Check out the Journey Strong tab for more at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. Father Benedict Groeschel. I usually am operating on the gifts of the Holy Spirit when I don't feel well, even when I'm annoyed, when I'm down and out. During my recovery from the automobile accident, immense numbers of people wrote to me and sent me emails, 50,000, and they told me how helpful they thought my talks on EWTN were to them. I'm delighted, but I want you to know I'm nobody's fool. The talks that were helpful, the sentences that were helpful, the phrases that were helpful came from the Holy Spirit. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. And the styrofoam packaging came from me. I did that. And styrofoam doesn't amount to very much. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. Hi, I'm Lisa Popcheck. The key to being effective at handling conflict is keeping a close eye on our own emotional temperature. On a scale of 1 to 10, you never want to allow yourself to get over a 7, especially when you're in disagreement with someone. How do you know when you're getting too hot? One of the first behavioral signs that we are approaching a 7 on our emotional temperature scale is that we start to speak and act too quickly for our brain to keep up. We start to trip over our words. We make silly, avoidable mistakes like knocking over a glass that we're reaching for. When our emotional temperature gets too high, we lose track of details, which makes it harder to solve problems and often makes us do and say things that make problems even worse. To lower your stress temperature, one deceptively simple technique is to deliberately slow down. Speak a little more slowly than you want to. Or instead of thinking of all the things you have to do next, focus your mind on what you're doing now. Consciously slowing down lets your thinking brain catch up with your feeling brain, which lets your whole brain work on resolving the conflict. To learn more, check out our book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety, or visit catholiccounselors.com. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today's show is titled, God Help Me, This Stress is Driving Me Crazy. By the way, I have a book of the exact same title. Do indeed. Curiously enough. And you can check that out at catholiccounselors.com to learn how to manage your stress more effectively. That's God Help Me, This Stress is Driving Me Crazy, Finding Balance Through God's Grace. It's available at catholiccounselors.com or wherever books are sold. With that, we are taking your calls right now at 
7825 about managing the stuff in your life that is causing you to be stressed. Whether those are personal problems, marriage or family issues, work situations, or you name it, we want to help you find peace in the middle of the storm and discover the solutions that you're seeking. Give us a call. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's talk to our next listener who's listening to EWTN Radio in Illinois on Covenant Radio. Hey there, Anonymous. Welcome to More to Life. What's up? Uh, what's up is I, I am a worrier. I have been a worrier all my life. I have learned more how to deal with it uh, by listening to EWTN. And just, and even as a child, I had to learn. Mm -hmm. So um, I am now faced with uh, mature children, adult children, grandchildren, and, and I do well as far as uh, less worry, except when I am struck with something very quickly then I don't know how to respond. And I sometimes I have minutes to respond. Well, sure. What do I do then? I, okay, and, and, and specifically, and, and we can speak to that generally, but I guess you, you told our screener that in particular you were concerned about a recent situation with your, your 20-year-old grand, uh, grandchild who was getting together with some people that you, you feel you know weren't really appropriate. There might have been one involved. Yes. Marijuana yeah. involved men and women together. They yeah. went off on a trip, uh, and and you, you yeah. say it's. You told her that you didn't want to interfere, but you you know you, you are concerned. So so are you asking about how to handle situations like that, or or are you speaking yeah. just more generally yeah. about managing your anxiety? No, managing situations like that okay. that are spur of the moment. And, okay. And, see, I well, and even, the thing is, they're I, not I really. Even, yeah, no, 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 I get it, I get it, but, but like, so, so you know, the, uh, the, the reason I say that situation is spur of the moment, but you know the kind of people your, your, your children and your grandchildren are. You watch them grow up, both right? sets. And, and, and so, you know, they're, they're, what worrying does, okay, it's, it's Satan's way of getting us to focus on the immediate problem, so much so that we're unable to gather our resources to address the bigger question, right? So the, the, the real question here isn't how do you intervene in this situation where your 20-year-old grandchild is, is you know, staying overnight with a mixed group of men and women and using marijuana and all that. The, 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 there's nothing you can do about that, right? And by Satan causing you to focus in on that particular situation, he's causing you to take your eyes off the question, you know, how can I be a more effective mentor in general? to my children and grandchildren. What can I what can I do to help form them and and mentor them moving forward? You know, so th this is a situation where you might have you just what well, you do. You have to let it go. There's there's nothing you can do about that. In, in the fact, moment. In fact, it's already passed, right? So the so that situation is is over. But, you know, moving forward, you you know that you have a situation where both your kids and your grandkids, you know, aren't living as faithful a life as you would like. They they aren't living as healthy a life as you'd like. And so the larger question then is, how can you be a more effective witness and mentor to your kids and to your grandkids? So that's going to be number one, how do I build a stronger relationship with them? 
Because, you know, in order for us to have important conversations about faith, about values, about the choices that our kids and grandkids make, we have to make sure that our relationship is deep enough to contain the conversation. So, you know, how often do you have contact with your kids and grandkids? What do you usually talk about? You know, if if the conversations are usually... Um, more kind of current events. This happened in my week. Uh, you know, this this is the movie I went to. It's really hard to go from that to jumping into, and I want to talk about faith and morals and values now. So there, it's too big a gap. So in that case, that would be an example of a relationship that's not deep enough to contain the conversation you want to have. So, you know, and, and if you try to have that conversation, you're just going to get a lot of pushback. So the question then is, how do I deepen that conversation how, or deepen that relationship? How do I find ways to spend more time with these people and, 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 and support what I can um, and, and help them feel safe opening up to me more? To so that, to really know their hearts, mm-hmm. to make them feel comfortable, to make them feel, especially your grandchildren who are young and dealing with a very chaotic world, to say, when I'm with Grandma, I feel safe, I feel loved, I feel heard, seen. Not just on a superficial level, but exactly. on that deeper level where deeper I can talk level about my stuff. You know? Where, as my friends who are high all the time start to wash out and show me that I have to put on a false face all the time to be with them, I have one person in one place that I can go to that is rich and deep with love and understanding and care and can start to make me feel like a better person so I can be a better person. That's going to take time and investment on your part in terms of really inviting them, sending them cards, emails, texts, whatever you can do, and just building that relationship with them without going after how they're living right now. Yeah, because again, I mean, and you told our screener that you didn't want to interfere, but you feel like they're in harm's way, and you're right. I mean, they are. Um, but 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 with the with the reason I'm highlighting that is because when you you're approaching things the way you are, what ends up happening is that that Satan kind of go, has you going between paralyzed because I don't want to be in, uh, don't want to interfere to paralyzed because there's nothing I can do because I didn't interfere earlier, right? And so, yeah. uh, and, and inter- when I say interfere, what I mean is, is mentoring. So here's what, you know, the suggestions that we made here will help, but I want you to actually do a deeper dive by picking up a copy of our book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Adult Sons and Daughters. Um, it's going to work for your grandkids too. And and what it talks about in there is is doing exactly what we said. How do you how do you make the relationship with your kids or your grandkids deep enough to contain the conversations you want to have about faith and, and morals and values? Here's the good news, okay? Um, the research really shows that grandparents play a much larger role in passing the faith on to their grandkids than, than people usually think. Um, the, 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 when you have a strong relationship with a faithful grandparent, that really does a lot to foster kids' faith development, um, even when 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 the adult kids are not faithful. Um, you know that, that that faith transmission can skip a generation if you have that strong relationship with your grandkids. So you want to look at at how you can develop that that connection so that God can use you to be a, a positive influence and a conduit of His grace. Uh, and so, you know, we're, we're not able to get into much more detail here, but the, some of the suggestions that Lisa was offering will, will get you started. But I really encourage you to check out more ideas in having meaningful, sometimes difficult conversations with our adult sons and daughters. It's available at CatholicCounselors.com or wherever books are sold if, you, if you'd like more specific details on how to do what we're talking about. Now, on top of that, not instead of, on top of that, surrounding that, 
be praying for each and every family member for their well-being for their protection against Satan and all that the world is throwing at them for them to open their hearts and their minds and their souls to God and for you to be able to have the ability to build that relationship and be an influence you know there's a there's a meme going around that's saying you know I can still feel my grandmother's prayers you know 40 years after she died I can personally attest to that you need to be that grandparent, that praying grandparent that is not only going to surround your family members in prayer, but make yourself, as we've been discussing throughout the show, receptive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Because when you are in those moments where you're shocked by something, you'll have more of the ability to act rightly and according to what God wants you to yeah, do in that moment. You know, building on what Lisa just said, in addition to praying for your kids and grandkids, I want part of that prayer to be, Lord, teach me how to respond to them mm -hmm. in ways that will glorify you, help me be my best self, and find ways to invite my kids and grandkids to be their best selves too. When we, when we pray that, we're not just giving our kids to God and grandkids to God. We're, we're asking God to teach us how to be different in our response to them, how to be prepared to handle things. Uh, and so we, that, that's a more active prayer where we're not just saying, okay, God, you fix them, but it's also, you know, Lord, change me so I know how to respond to these people or these situations in a way that really is effective and graceful and can lead the people that I love to you. So take all that and run with it. As I said, if you want to go a little bit deeper, I'd really encourage you to check out Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Our Adult Sons and Daughters. It's published by Word Among Us Press and available at catholiccounselors.com or wherever books are sold. And again, I want to thank you so much for the call. If there's more we can do to support you once you've started down this road, don't hesitate to call us again. We're happy to help. And we're checking your calls, listeners, at 877-573-7825 about dealing with stressful situations, whether that is stress due to problems in your marriage or family life, your work life, your extended family life, your personal life. You name it, we want to help you reclaim your peace in the middle of the storm and discover the solutions that you're seeking as well. The number is 877 573 7825. As we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Psalm 118, verses 5 and 6. Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side, and I will not fear. Now, this verse really goes to the heart of what we were just telling our previous caller, okay? You know, because when you just look at it at first, it sounds like, you know, I said, God help me, and then God just opened the door, and I walked through it, and it was all better. And on top of it, it feels kind of presumptuous. A lot of people are afraid to assume it. Uh, and we shouldn't ever uh, be afraid to assume that, that, that God wants to deliver us. But, but it's, he doesn't always come through with a right? Often what he wants to do is teach us step by step what to do in the situation. And so if we just say, okay, God, please take care of that. Please fix that. God, please change that person. I mean, that's good. It's a good place to start, but we're leaving ourselves out of the equation, right? And so by all means, pray to be delivered. Pray for that person to be changed. Pray for that situation to be fixed, but also pray that the Lord would change you and teach you how to respond to that person or that situation or that problem in a way that would glorify him, help you be your best self, and invite those other people involved to be their best selves as well. Because as soon as you start doing that, like Anastasia was talking about in her segment earlier, we center ourselves in God's grace, and the ideas start to flow as the Holy Spirit begins whispering in our spiritual ear. Try it. 
You'll be glad you did. we got to go to break. When we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about dealing with those stressful situations. Give us a call. Let us help you find your peace and discover the solutions you're looking for at 877-573-7825. Back in a minute. Ciao, amici. Hello, friends. Teresa Tamio here. Ever notice that common sense isn't so common anymore? Each time we check our news feeds or turn on the TV, it seems the world is getting wackier. While we desperately need a return to basic common sense. And Rosie Posey, my mom, a street smart theologian from Jersey City, is just the person we need to help us restore it. So if you need a little bit more help with some common sense or know someone else who needs it, pick out my new book on our store, Everything's Coming Up Rosie, at AveMariaRadio.net's online store. As Catholic parents, we know that parenting can be hard, frustrating, and lonely. But it doesn't have to be that way anymore. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak from More to Life, inviting you to become a premium member of Catholic Home. That's CatholicHOM.com. It's an online community dedicated to supporting faithful parents like you. At Catholic Home, you can chat with our team of family life coaches every day. Get expert help with discipline issues. Self-care. Creating a stronger marriage. Living your faith at home. We're just coping with the stress of being a Catholic parent in today's world. World. In addition to the personalized expert support you'll get as a premium member of CatholicHOM.com, you'll get access to tons of creative resources. Check out entertaining videos that teach your kids to get along with each other and love the Lord. Downloadable activities. Monthly live parenting Q&As. A supportive community of faithful parents. And tons of other benefits like our exclusive Catholic Home podcast. Go to CatholicHOM.com today and become a premium member of the Catholic Home community. Remember, that's CatholicHOM.com. We can't, can't wait, wait to, to see, see you there. there. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today's show is titled, God Help Me, This Stress is Driving Me Crazy. From the book of the same name, which you can get at CatholicCounselors.com, to learn to manage stress more gracefully. But we're taking your calls about stress right now. So call in. Let's talk it out. Who's up next, Lisa? We're talking with Angela, who's listening to EWTN Radio in North Carolina. Angela, welcome to More to Life. Hello. Hi. Sounds like you got some stress with your uh, your your young adult kids. Yes. Um, my uh, two daughters. <laughs> They, um, for the most part, they get along really well, but um, I think there's just, there's been a lot of tension between them. They, they always got along when they were younger, but now that they're older, um, they're constantly And you told her screener they're 17 and 22? Yes. (laughs) So who took whose dress, who took whose shirt? Um, One person is trying to stop someone from eating too much sugar. (laughs) <laughs> and how do, how do you handle how do you handle those conflicts? Like, what do you do whenever you whenever you start bickering? Um, well, I I I try to figure out who instigated it, 
And then I talk to that person if I thought that they were, um, you know, a That's way too much work. You're, you're working, working, you're working yourself too hard. ragged. Yeah, you're working too hard. They're 17 and 22. So, so here's what I'm going to suggest you do. Don't, don't, don't you figure out who started it. It doesn't matter. The, you know, and, and here's actually tip for parents of kids of any age. It doesn't matter who started it. Get out of that role, okay? You're not the judge. You don't have to. Your job is to teach your kids how to handle the situation no matter who started it. Right, because even if somebody else started it, the other kid probably did something to pour gas on it. All right, so and even if it's only two percent their job, there's it's always a really useful lesson to teach our kids that that even if you're even if the other person is completely insane, there's still something you can do to make the situation better in the way you respond to it. So, Angela, what I want you to do is I want you to get both of your kids to sit down at a time where they're not bickering. All right, and this is key. Don't wait till the middle of the fight. Sit them down and say, listen, guys, I love you, and, and I, I want to help you get along better. But, but you're just bickering all the time about stuff. I want to help you figure out how to communicate with each other more gracefully. So give me an example of something that's coming up fairly regularly that you guys would like to handle better. So then maybe they'll say, well, you know, she borrows my clothes or whatever. Okay, how could you handle that better than you are right now? Because it sounds like right now what's happening is one of you just takes the other person's stuff and then this doesn't ask. Him to, how, how do you think you can ha- handle borrowing each other's things better in a more respectful way? Walk them through the steps. Teach them how to actually do the interaction better, right? Um, you mentioned, you know, one is concerned about the other's eating habits or whatever. You know, I mean, sit them down together and talk about that and, 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 just, and help them determine, you know, is that really something that one one of them needs to be talking about? Or, or if they do, then how can that be? How can that message be communicated in a way that the other person might be willing to hear it? But, but you, don't you do all the work? You sit them down and ask questions that help them figure out how to handle those interactions better. They're seventeen and twenty-two, not 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 three and you know seven. So you know you don't have to work quite so hard. And frankly, even parents of three and seven-year-olds shouldn't be uh, trying to figure out who started it and talking to. The, you you, you want to bring the kids together and actually walk them through the steps of figuring out how to handle those interactions better so that so that even if one person is less responsible they can learn how they can turn a situation around with their with the with the way that they do respond to the thing we actually talk about this in parenting your teens well both both our parenting books parenting your kids with grace and parenting your teens and tweens with grace and the technique we call sibling revelry uh, which actually involves walking them through the steps of, of, of managing interactions more effectively so you have to work less and, and do less judging of who did what to whom and when. So you don't go crazy, you're not burned out, and they're getting skills that last a lifetime because they will need these same skills when they go to work, when they're in relationships with other people. So try it. See how it goes. And if you need a little help smoothing it out as it goes, just give us a call back on More to Life. Thanks for your call today, Angela. And with that, let's go to Bill, who's listening to More to Life in Alaska. Bill, welcome to More to Life. Bill, are you there? Hi, Bill. I'm there. I'm with you. All right. Well, and and you told our screener that that, that you recently lost your wife, and I'm very, very sorry sorry. for your loss. But that you've returned to the church um, and you, you've gone to confession after being being away from the church for quite a while. But you're kind of worried uh, about maybe having missed something in confession and, and you don't want to receive communion unworthily. And that's what's stressing you out. Is, is that a fair summary? That's, that's exactly it, yes. 
Okay. Well, well, a couple of things. Um, you know, if if there's what 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 you're talking about is is I mean, it's good to want to make a full confession, and it's good to want to make sure that that we you know have brought all of our sins to the Lord. And I'm thrilled that you made your way back in your grief to the church that really wants to be there for you and a God who loves you so much. Um, unless, but but what I would say is that unless when you pray about this, unless there's something that just stands out that says you know you, there was this big glaring thing that you did that you didn't confess. Um, then, then I would suggest to you that what you're feeling is what we call scruples, which is the unhealthy guilt that, that, that comes from, from the devil, that, which tries to tempt us away from God's mercy and love. And, and what I really want you to do then is, is really reflect on how much God loves you and how merciful he is. In fact, in the Mass, in, during the penitential rite, um, our, sin, our, our, our venial sins are forgiven so that we can approach uh, the, the Blessed Sacrament uh, without fear uh, and of, of approaching it unworthily. Now, what may also be happening is we have to realize that receiving the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ is the most intimate thing we can do. And you've been away from the church for 40 years. You've been away from God in a, in a deep way for 40 years. So any intimate relationship we have needs cultivating, needs tending. So we have that tenderness. We feel that closeness. So the intimacy doesn't feel wrong or odd. So I would strongly encourage you, Bill, to follow that prompting of, am I doing this worthily? And change it to, Lord, I want to know you better. I want to walk more closely with you. I want to know you in a deeper way. So how do you do that? You keep listening to EWTN radio. You begin to listen to really, you know, read really good books on the faith. You begin praying more. You really take time every single day to say, Lord, help me to know you. Help me to have you in my heart and in my life and to follow you more closely and know your presence. You listen to good Catholic podcasts and you begin to delve into that relationship so that when you receive for when you receive communion, you feel overjoyed. You feel a sense of peace and closeness with God rather than a sense of, ooh, you know, I'm not quite sure this is right yet. The, the thing that we need to keep in mind is that, that even if we were perfect, even if we never did anything wrong ever, we'd still be unworthy to receive the precious body, blood, soul, and divinity of, yeah. of, of God, right? And, and even we, we even say that, right? When we, when we say the words of the Roman centurion, you know, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. You know, we recognize that, that no matter what state we're in, we're not worthy to receive. You know, so, but, so we, we do our due diligence by going to confession and, and confessing those sins that we are aware of uh, and, and that we you know, are specifically asking God's forgiveness for. We recognize that in the penitential rite of the Mass, we are forgiven for those venial sins. Uh, you know, if there is something glaringly obvious that we need to confess, we, we don't go to confession in those times. But, but if it's just this sort of vague sense that you know something's off i'm not worthy well we're not worthy and it, and it's and, and, and i want to be clear on this because you know you use the word perfect if we were sinless if we were like the blessed mother then we could receive god but as long as we are children of adam and eve and part of that fallen world we can never be humanly perfect enough on our own strivings to be able to receive christ worthily but god says come Exactly. God says, come. He gives us the word that lets us receive him worthily because of his grace, not because of our own efforts. Right. And so, Bill, as long as you, you know, are going to confession regularly, uh, as long as you are going to mass uh, and doing the th kind of things that we were talking about, about cultivating that intimacy and trusting in God's mercy. In fact, I'd, I'd encourage you to, to pick up a copy of uh, St. Faustina's diary, which is really all about just, just diving in 
to the ocean of God's mercy and recognizing how much deeper his mercy is than our sins uh, and really reflecting on that and how much he loves you. Right? So you, you cultivate those habits that, that, that allow you to take sin seriously, like going to regular confession, going to mass regularly, um, really praying that God would, would, would heal you of whatever you need to be healed of. Um, but then you focus on God's love and you listen to his voice that says, come and receive. And you approach confidently, not because of our perfection or our merits, but because of his grace. Thanks so much for tuning in, Bill. And if there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach back out. And we are heading out here, but thank you so much for tuning in and allowing us to walk with you during this part of your journey. If you're looking for more tools to combat stress, check out my book, God Help Me, This Stress is Driving Me Crazy, Finding Balance Through God's Grace, or Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety. They're both available at catholiccounselors.com, as well as learning more about the pastoral telecounseling practice. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.